welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Michael Kane, the general manager of Tiger Lead Solutions, a lead generation solution for agents that combines high-quality home buyer and home seller lead generation with a sophisticated lead management platform. Michael has more than 15 years of technology management experience, including his former dual role as Move's chief of staff and Tiger Lead's general manager. He joined Move in 2009 and now serves as its senior vice president of Move's software-as-a-service businesses, now part of News Corp. TigerLead is without a doubt one of the most well-known and trusted lead generation tools used by agents in real estate today. And Michael joins us to talk about what makes TigerLead so popular and help us understand the benefits that it offers to agents. Now, let's welcome Michael to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Thank you, Mr. Ventura. I appreciate it. And Michael, thank you for being my co-host today. I'm anxious to, I was, you know, <laughs> I always there's a list of folks that solicit us to be on the radio, and then there's a very, very short list of folks that we go after to be on the radio, uh, and you guys are on that very short list, so I appreciate you setting aside the time for us today. That's fantastic. like to be on the list. I'm glad to be on here. I like the energy you bring to these broadcasts. Oh, good. Thank you. Ooh, you're insinuating that you've listened before. I like that. I have <laughs> listened before, yes. Okay, good. So what does Tiger Lead do as so our listeners can orient to basically whether it's a fit for them? And you know, and I guess when we're getting into the specifics of what Tiger Lead does, considering we have you know, tens of thousands of listeners at all uh, spectrums of their income and you know, real estate careers, let's kind of like, if we could drill down on who this is a good fit for and who maybe it's the type of the agent that you guys think it's a great fit for and maybe the agents that want to uh, mature their business into being a good fit for your company. Yeah, sure, that's fine. And um, some of the things that we do have some technology components. So since we have a broad listener mix, um, we'll talk a little bit about the technology that goes into it. And I can't assume that everybody knows everything, so I don't want to, um, you know, talk too tech. But at the other uh, at the other end, I don't want to, you know, make anybody feel like I'm, you know, condescending to them. So anyway, uh, so what does Tiger Lead do? Well, I think Tiger Lead is a great example of using technology to help realtors solve problems because essentially what a real estate agent does wants to do is build their real estate practice they don't want to have to mess with technology and setting things up they just basically want the best results so tiger leads a perfect example of technology solving problems it's like a like a solution in a box that allows the realtor to generate leads to be able to see how serious those leads are and then manage those leads for very, very quick follow-up and convert them into clients. It's all in one. You don't have to worry about cobbling together the individual pieces. And so it's this kind of lead generation and lead management system for the real estate professional that lets them generate leads that are smarter leads that contain the unique insights that they need in order to focus their business most effectively. That's kind of it at you know the, the top. What Tiger leads, really, from my perspective of having a lot of my, uh, really, my top earning personal coaching clients and a lot of the other coaching clients that work um, as part of our organization, what, what it is, it's, and this is not something I say very often, it's an elegant solution. 
a lot of times people will have a solution, but it's inelegant, it's inefficient, it has lots of you know bad code in it or however you want to describe it. But TigerLead is an elegant solution in that it's very simple to use, and you you can you don't have to be a technology wonk to actually get the most out of it. So that's one of the things I find. Personally, I find it easy for me to suggest clients use you guys because of the fact that, you know, it is an elegant solution. It is simple to use. There's not, they don't need to hire some sort of advisor to learn how to use it as some of these other companies. They, they just really don't know how to. You know, creating a product is one thing. Creating a product that people want to use is another thing. Creating a product that realtors will use, <laughs> that's like completely different. Yeah. So describe the two offerings, Home Search and Hand Razor. Yes. Um, so TigerLead has the two offerings you mentioned, and in understanding the purpose and the power of the offerings, it's really helpful to understand what the intent of the people who are searching on the internet are searching for. So these are two offerings that are purpose-built in order to capture two different kinds of intent. So we'll talk about home search. Um, home search is generally the, the, the product that finds the consumer that is early on in the transaction stage and they're researching home ownership or they're researching changing their home ownership. So home search gives us the opportunity to, to capture those people searching on the internet who are looking at properties, they're spending time, they're thinking about stuff, they're comparing properties, and they have a little bit of a longer incubation time. So what we've found is those folks, they take longer to transact and they're generally more interactive with the system. So home search is, what we do is we will build a search-enabled website on behalf of the real estate professional. And then we spend money in search marketing to drive traffic to that search site so that consumers can browse um, properties that are available in the area of the consumer and the licensee. And then when they're interested in properties, they register on the site, and then that registration becomes a lead for the real estate professional. And then what, what happens is the system will then start incubating and cultivating and nurturing that lead, sending listing alerts, which has the, the consumer come back to the site and interact with the site. So they do a lot of research on the site. There's a lot of dialogue, and then uh, they become a real educated consumer when they're about ready to transact. So that's home search. You've got you know, a website, you've got search, you've got a dashboard, and then you've got a cultivation method. Then the second intent that we noticed in our study of consumer behavior on the internet is those people who are looking to transact right away. And so we have the hand raiser product. And it's kind of like, uh, by the way, everything at Tiger Lead has a whimsical name. So hand raiser is one of those products. It's people who are raising their hand. They're saying, I'm either looking to buy a home or to sell a home. And I want to talk to a realtor right now. So they're raising their hand saying, hey, I, I, I need to talk to somebody. I need a professional. I'm ready to transact. Those are the two products. And so you've got home search, longer incubation, and they're more interactive with the site. And then hand raiser, shorter time to close. But those people tend to be you know, less interactive with the site because they're ready to go now and they're ready to talk with a human being. Makes perfect sense. So I'm um, curious, have you guys tracked the – um, as far as like this is a con this conversation I'm sure you've been part of before. It's a uh, one of the recurring themes on our radio show. The um, you know really the quality, the validity of long-term lead follow-up. How fast a lead goes from like you know really what what's the probability of a lead that's been in a uh, follow-up system for say you know 30 days, let alone six months. The probability of that lead actually percolating into a 
you know, a viable tra- uh, client, let alone a closed transaction. Have you guys ever done any research on that to really get some real? I, I, obviously, there's a lot of secret sauce behind, you know, the type of follow-up you're doing, the frequency of the follow-up you're doing, whether the agent's doing any off uh, software follow-up themselves, calling and whatnot. But do you guys have any any just like raw data on what the life cycle of a typical lead is along the the guys with the question I just asked? Yeah, I mean, it would be great if there were a simple answer because, you know, like I'll, I'll rely on the trope that says all real estate is local. So, you know, you've got markets where things are really, really hot and you've got markets where they're not so hot. Um, you know, it could go, we, we have Tiger clients who are saying um, a lead comes in, they come into town, they get uh, an appointment right away, they show some property and they're actually, you've got an offer in a couple of days. It can be that quick. We also have on the other end of the spectrum, um, you know, remember home search. It's got built-in incubation. So a user could be on that site for a long period of time, getting listing alerts, favoriting properties, maybe having a dialogue with the realtor, and sometimes they'll go dark for a little bit. One story that we have in Tiger Lead is somebody went dark. I remember the number is 465 days, so that's more than a year, right? So it's 100 days more than a year. And uh, the lead had, you know, they were on and then they were not on and they had gone dark for a little bit. And suddenly they were very, very interested in their activity picked up, which is one of the cool things about um, the Tiger Lead product is on the lead dashboard, when somebody's search activity picks up, our algorithm, you know, which is just a, a fancy way of saying how we know people are hot, will bubble them up to the top of the list and we'll suggest to the realtor and we'll say, hey, call this person now. Either they're on the site right now or we see from their activity that they're getting really hot. So I've just given you an example, three days to 465, and I think that the truth is somewhere in the middle there, Tim. <laughs> yeah, between three days and an Martian, a typical Martian calendar year is what I think <laughs> I'm hearing you say. But exactly. the, the reality of it, though, the reality of it is, is I'm, I'm sure that you, your research has shown the same thing. That really the the secret sauce to all of this is furiously fast lead follow up and getting on any lead immediately. Um, and I bet you your best users, well, I already know it's true because I coach some of them, your best right. users who get the most out of Tiger Leads are the ones that are basically not just putting them in a system and waiting for the system to, you know, get them to say, hey, I wanna, I'm ready to do a deal. They're also following up with the phone call. They're actually doing more than just emailing them stuff. I mean, those are the, and again, guys, the, the greatest percent of the money that's made on any kind of lead follow-up is going to be when that contact initially hits in this case, your website or your you know, 800 home hotline system or your email or your whatever. I mean, when they're exactly. new to you, we know statistically there's a vastly greater percent of those types of leads that actually turn into closable transactions. And I, I'm sure you, you concur with that, yeah. Yeah, I do. And in fact, every time I hear you say furiously fast, that, that resonates me with me so sharply. You know, like I always kind of jot it down and go, I've got to use that. I've got to use that. And, and, and uh, dude, I guess trademarked I have to give it. you... We, we, we <laughs> trademarked That's right. We'd have to charge you a royalty. Sorry. That, and I'm happy to pay you royalty. But, you know, I can say, hey, you know what Tim told me? Furiously that's fast right. lead follow-up. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. the truth. that's the truth, truthfully. You know, that, that's really the bottom line for any kind of lead follow-up. And when we do... When you, when you guys have conferences and we have private coaching calls and we're talking to folks and you talk to the top producing agents, the agents that are you know really consistently the top earners in their markets, it's always like you ask, okay, so if there's only three things you a new agent should learn to do really well, I pretty much guarantee you that number one is going to be furiously fast lead follow-up. And that's something that 
Our industry just needs to accept that if you're serious about this business, when you get a phone call, when you get a lead, now is you know the perfect time to follow up with them. Not 10 minutes, not 30 minutes. Don't convince yourself that 24 hours is okay. Now is how fast you call, follow up with them. So yeah, let's talk exactly. about let's talk about uh, what types of leads are generated uh, and, ex- and explain like how you guys you know capture the intent of the leads. So from the top of the funnel, if you will, using traditional sales speak. Yeah, sure. So we have, uh, you know, we're looking to capture the the two intents that I talk about. We're looking for somebody who's longer time to transact and they have a lot of research. And then the other people who are kind of raising their hands and they want, um, you know, they want to speak to somebody. And um, there's there's a little bit of, you know, magic and secret sauce, as you were talking about, or as, you know, KFC used to call it, they're secret herbs and spices. So let's get another variant in there. Um, there's a lot of magic that goes into search on the internet. And what it really comes down to is we spend a lot of time studying what people are searching for, like literally the terms that they're looking for. And we see even, you know, subtle variations in the way they spell things or in the sequence in which they order words that can really trigger their intent. So what we do is we build up kind of a, you know, a, a, a knowledge base of the keywords that that um, signal that somebody is looking for a particular behavior, and then we use search engine marketing on the internet. You, as as you know, folks are searching in Google, we will um, bid on those search terms, and so when the search results page get displayed, we've got an ad that is sitting there on the page, and then the the uh, the user goes and they see that ad and they say, "Wow, here's an ad that's telling me exactly what it is that I'm looking for." And let's just say it's very simple because I'm in Los Angeles right now it's homes for sale in Los Angeles and here's an ad that says homes for sale in Los Angeles so they click on the ad and they find a tailor-built site for one of our licensees that's got all of the homes that they're interested in in looking into so the the first thing is capturing search intent on the internet now lots of folks if they've been around this business for a while or if they've been around technology for a while um, using search engine marketing on the internet is, is fairly well known. There's a lot of people who know how to do it, but it's constantly evolving. So the second thing that we're doing is we're looking at how consumer behavior changes. And this could be as simple as um, we notice different search terms that are useful for us, or it could be we also notice that consumers are behaving different, like there is a, a tectonic shift in the way people behave. You know, for example, um, I think that people are trending to want to be more anonymous on the internet for longer. So that is just that has nothing to do with technology, it has nothing to do with with real estate, but it's the sort of thing that we need to watch and we say, "Hmm, when we were founded, you know, 6 7 what is it? 2007, 2008, however many years ago that is, when we were founded, I think consumer behavior was different and we've been watching over the last 7 or 8 years how consumer behavior changes." Well, and Michael, we have Michael, let me jump in. So sure. aside from the aside from the witchcraft and alchemy that goes into basically search, right? Because that's really what it is. And I get yeah. that. And and I, I you know conceptually from a business owner's perspective, I mean being ahead of that, staying in front of that, it really is a full time job. You really do have to watch the change in consumer behaviors and all the rest of it. But my listeners will lynch us, you and I both, if we don't give them some more drill down specifics. That's what this radio show is all about. So when you're talking sure. about changing keywords, and you're talking about all this. Conceptually, I understand. But let's give these guys a taste of the types of, you know, the nuances that go in to making Tiger Lead so successful when it comes to search. 
Yeah, that's so that's fine. And you know, I've got a technology background, so give me an opportunity to talk about technology and you, and and that's going to go on. Um so <laughs> it, you know, like I said in the home search product, we capture the intent of the keywords and then when the user comes to the site, we have got a search enabled website and we have a easy to use, friendly, complete and always very updated um, set of listings, and the user is going to interact with that site. They're going to see properties that are relevant to their search. They're going to interact with more properties that are similar to that search. They have the opportunity to favorite listings so that they can be they they can keep track of the ones that they're excited about. They can come back. They, um, they receive a listing alert when new listings come online. They can come back and they can take a look at it. And it's the interaction in the site that keeps people engaged on home search. And so it's through that interaction, the consumer experience is satisfying. And then it gives insight to the real estate professional so they can then get in contact with the user and say, this is exactly the sort of thing that you're looking for. Here's more information that's going to help you in that search. So it's a combination of the search experience plus the listing alerts plus giving smarter information to the real estate professional so that they can follow up in a more targeted way. It helps them save time. So that's what makes Tiger Lead you know, kind of the most effective. You can see who's really interested and what they're interested in. On the Handraiser side, I think that the beauty of Handraiser is it's simple. Um, we Again, we capture the intent of people on the internet and we've got a very simple form that says, hey, I'm a buyer or I'm a seller, and I'm interesting, interested in transacting this way and in this time frame. We capture that information, goes right to the real estate professional, right into their dashboard. And in addition, in areas where it's available, we actually couple it with another move product called Market Snapshot that allows somebody to get some valuation information. So that's kind of the, the, the two ways. Okay, I, so you mentioned we're going to pivot and talk about seller leads because Tiger Leads for a long time, um, you guys have been really what I would say uh, best of breed lead cultivator in essence. I mean, you guys have been really masterful uh, early on in 07 of uh, basic creating in a lot of ways, and a lot of people have copied you guys, how to go about pulling leads online and then you know creating very uh, effective lead capture and then obviously, you know, building a very loyal list of agents that are subscribers and all that. So you guys kind of spearheaded that industry with inside real estate. I realized right. it was an existent outside of real estate, but there you go. So I've, the the focus now, because really, I, I don't know if you necessarily agree with this, but the buyer lead business, the selling of the buyer leads, if you want to just call it what it is, is really oversaturated. From our perspective, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. I understand why you wouldn't. But there's so many people selling buyer leads now and there's so few people that are effectively in the business of selling seller leads. And you guys are uh, you guys are pivoting and doing both now. Is that going to be? Can you give us some insight into that as, as we go into the new year? Uh, tiger leads, seller leads. It, is there any? What's the future there? Yeah. So I, I got a, a couple of thoughts that are a little bit um, you know kind of one after the other. I'm willing to address the uh, the proliferation of leads. In fact, when I speak, you know, in other audiences, I always talk about lead volumes are increasing. In fact, if you take a look at the number of leads that are being created by all the portals, including the ones that we control, the growth of leads created is outpacing the number of home transactions, which, you know, bounce around right around 5 million a year or so. So the important thing about leads is 
to be able to follow up quickly your your you know your furious concept, which I now owe you another uh, royalty payment on. You just did it. Um, yep. Um, so the quick follow-up is one of the reasons that Tiger Lead is, is excels because you've got a dashboard. You can see immediate leads. You can do that quick follow-up. So the, the solution in and of itself is a way to kind of combat the growth of leads in, in the market. And then the second thing is, you know, I've heard you say also in the past that every buyer lead is potentially a seller lead. So if you start asking that, you know, the right line of dialogue where you say, you know, you, you get the, the information about where they're interested in buying and then you say, okay, and where do you have the property to sell, right? That's, you can um, sort of suss out the sellers that are amongst the buyers. But the specific answer to your question is seller leads. I'd have to mention that, you know, Tiger Lead is owned by Move, which owns Realtor.com. So we have a couple of advantages here in finding people who are looking for realtors to represent them in the selling process. Number one, just in our search and capturing search intent, because we have the ability to piggyback on the traffic of the Realtor.com domain, people who tend to look for realtors tend to fall into our capture funnel. So that affinity between our product and our parent company helps us find more of the population that could be sellers. And then we create evolving experiences to find out how serious you are as a seller. Do you just want to give contact information? Do you want to get property valuation information, which may or may not lead to like a, an enthusiastic seller? Or do you want to engage more deeply? And we are moving in the direction, yes, we're moving in the direction of more effectively capturing the seller intent, standing on the shoulders of everything we've built so far and our affiliation with the realtor, the, you know, the trademarked realtor. Well, so from a seller lead perspective, the sort of the gimmick that's been out there forever and probably will be out there forever is maybe the most effective way to get seller leads is offering some sort of, you know, online, you know, basically easy to be had home valuation, right? So right. that's been out there forever. It does work. There's companies, you know, that's come and gone. That's essentially what they did, house values and all these other companies, you mm -hmm. know, and those are great. And so what, um, how would, what, and you mentioned this again, and I thought this was, this again is worth repeating. Uh, you know, my principal role in life is basic as a realtor coach, and every time I hear something and you just said something brilliant, it's worth repeating so these guys are picking it up so they can make money from it. Um, when you get these new leads in, uh, and it doesn't matter where the lead comes from, you have to, uh, and I don't know if you are a strong believer in this, Michael, but if you guys call them and you guys put them through a series of you know, very simple questions when you're following up with them. And if they come through your Tiger Lead funnel, you could just simply call them and thank them for, you know, basically registering for your Tiger Leads and letting them know what's going to happen next. And then slip this question. By the way, ideally, how soon do you want your home sold? Right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of out of the blue. Or if you're doing a buyer lead follow-up, say, you know, that's a great property. Let me check to make sure it's still available. By the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Because, guys, I don't think there's going to be as a, like, Cultivating buyer leads tech, from a technological perspective is generally an easier uh, thing to do than finding seller leads. So at the end of the day, as it always has been, listing agents who are uh, knowing what questions to ask and which order to ask them are going to have the advantage. And yes, you can use a, an elegant solution like Tiger Leads, but do yourself a favor, for God's sake. Call them and find out how many of them have houses to sell. You'll be stunned and amazed. Uh, in a market like this, I mean, we have a transitional market right now, right? I mean, we have baby boomers downsizing. We have all this, you know, this uh, transactional uh, velocity and volume that's gonna we're gonna start really seeing, especially as the Echo Generation gets into the market. 
you know, guys, at the end of the day, it's uh, the thing that keeps you from becoming ubiquitous is your ability to pick up the phone and have conversations with people. But you absolutely do need to adapt to uh, the technologies that are out there because that's what, pe- that's what consumers expect of you. So you're the technology guy. Did I hit it on all cylinders there? Correct me if I said but, anything wrong. Yeah, I think you did. And, and I want to amplify something that you said. Here is what's fascinating to me because I have you know the opportunity to talk with a whole bunch of clients and be at these seminars. I'm always fascinated because people really tune their responses, the questions that they ask. You even mentioned the questions that they ask in the order in which they ask them. I'm fascinated by the subtle changes in wording that people talk about. Like we have a, a success summit in Las Vegas. Um, you know, this one is in May. We have it every year. And I'm always fascinated when they get up there and they say, I used to say this in my responses, but I've noticed people are changing and now I say this. And so when you talk about sequence of questions, you know, by the way, where do you have a property to sell? I think that that is all magic. And those are the subtleties of the business because it's not just about technology. If you combine the subtleties and the technique with the technology, you're just a winner. Well, that's true. And, you know, it's those tiny, tiny little subtleties that make the difference, right? I mean, you yeah, can, I I'm sure you guys have studied the crap out of this, too, because, you know, you'll have two users of your system, I'm sure, and they both basically get the same volume of leads, and then one is just hitting it out of the park, and the other's just kind of like, mar- you know, they're doing good, but they're not doing like the other one was, and then you kind of get to know them both and talk with them both, and you'll realize the difference between, you know, the guy that's doing okay versus the guy that's doing exceptional, guy or gal that are doing exceptional, it's not like a thousand percent more effort or it's a thousand percent more skill. It's like 10% more effort and 10% more skill. The difference yeah. between good and brilliant is basically like a breath. And th- yes. that's something that's, yeah, you've seen that too from your conferences. It's kind of cool yeah. to see that and recognize it though, isn't it? It feels like when you're in the midst of that, it's pretty magical, yeah? It is. And I'll tell you what's crazy. So crazy and surprising about this job. Now, you know, 25 years in technology, um, you know, I dealt with a certain type of people, you know, generally very serious and technological people. As I applied the technology to real estate, I have found something amazing about this community, especially the Tiger Lead community. They give to our Tiger Lead clients, give to the community, not only with their, you know, their dollars, but with their time. They share this sort of expertise. You, you have, you know, successful clients um, you know, not formally coaching, but saying, yeah, here are the techniques that have worked for me. Try them. They make f- may work for you. And so what we've got is this community of Tiger clients who work together because they're not competing in the same markets. And so they're sharing techniques. And we've got some wonderful, wonderful people who are, you know, just peppering the community with try this, try this, try this, that subtle 10% that you were talking about that really makes the difference and kind of lights the rocket. You know, but it is it's true what you're saying, but you know, it's having hosted and attended and spoken and just, you know, uh, been involved in those events for the last 20 years, it's always the guy that's like sitting in the back of the room that doesn't raise his hand that often, that takes lots of really good notes. You know, if you can get that guy to share his ideas, generally speaking, he's going to have stuff that's really insightful versus the people who are always rushing to raise their hand and want to share with how brilliant they are. It's, it's interesting dynamics amongst realtors that I don't know if you see necessarily outside of our industry. So, so let's talk about the, the, you know, what you're seeing, what you can encapsulate for our listeners that you see your best of breed users. What are they doing? We're talking about the sort of 10% mysteries, you know, what it is that is out in the ether that they're able to see that maybe others aren't. So from your perspective, what is it that that extra 10% uh, are doing that other realtors would absolutely positively benefit from doing as well? 
the first thing that's always going to come, you know, roll off my lips in that question is follow up within five minutes. Um, follow up within five minutes of some kind, and it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, a direct you know, conversation, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be an intrusive follow-up. It could be a simple text message to say, hey, notice that you registered on my site. I might be with a client right now. I'd like to talk to you with it in about 10 or 15 minutes. So I think it is quick follow-up. I think the second thing, too, is has sort of two pieces to it. Be aware of the leads that come into the Tiger Lead dashboard where the intent is really serious. They've got activity where you can discern what they're looking for. So look for the things where you can prioritize your attention and talk to those leads first. And then the flip side of this is, but don't do that while ignoring the other ones. So you've got to have a structured approach to follow up. The people you do really, really quickly, the people you do right away, and then those folks that you just need to kind of like stay on top of. Quick follow-up, quick follow-up, and then refine your message. See what works. Do almost, you know, like test this versus test this and see what happens. Right. And knowing how to really quickly um, discern whether what someone's motivation is, that really is critical, right? Being able to jump in with the right questions, you know, it always goes back to the same thing. Um, Do you find, I'm curious, how many of your forms, how much of your um, built-in software includes requesting phone numbers from the consumers, or does that come after they've actually entered into the system where you start trying to basically, so how does that work? Yeah, we do request phone numbers right away. Um, So we want to get valid email and valid phone numbers right away, yes. Is the phone number a required form when, on your yeah. forms or no? Okay, yeah, that's it awesome. Is. Yeah, so and then, you know, again. We, we, we yeah. also verify those phone numbers too. Okay, seriously, you guys do that too. So they fill out a form, you guys verify the phone numbers and then send the lead out or you say this is a phone number, this is a form but the phone number wasn't verified? No, we we will we verify the phone numbers and then uh, you know we're at the mercy of the the services that we provide, right? So the service can tell us yes it's a valid phone number or it can tell us no it's not a valid phone number in which case you know we know what to do, and then sometimes it's like yeah we just don't know I mean it's well formed but there's no actual definitive answer from this so we actually do validation on phone numbers yeah. Very interesting. All right, great. So we're going to include a link um, to the website in the, uh, today's show's description. Are there any questions? I always like to end with this question. Are there any questions, Michael, that I should have asked you that I didn't? Anything else you'd like to say to our listeners um, that maybe should have come out during our interview that you think is important that we not leave on the table? Uh, you know, I don't think it's, it's a question so much as I think it's a comment, and I think it's one you'll likely relate to. So even though I've talked about building a career using technology to solve problems, I always have to remember that this is a business about people. It's real folks that are making real decisions about homes that they care deeply about. So I think that if that's not in your psyche, Tiger Lead's not going to help you. But if that is in your psyche, I mean, you plus Tiger Lead, oh, the places you'll go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I can't think of a better way to end today's radio show. So, Michael, thank you very much for being my co-host today. I'd love to have you back. I appreciate what your company has done. I appreciate what you guys have created. And certainly a lot of the top agents that we've uh, coached over since, you know, really the last seven or eight years that have been associated with your company have nothing but, you know, raves and, of reviews. I mean, you guys grew, as we did, you guys grew during the depths of the recession. I mean, for to sure build did. a business out of the – you know, the ashes of the real estate market and to be where you guys are now is pretty incredible. And I'm very, very excited 
Um, you know, we had uh, Dale Stinson, the guy's CEO, of course, of National Association of Realtors, and he was talking about, you know, now that basically a News Corp is an owning move and move is your guys' parent company, the ramifications going forward and how that's going to benefit the real estate community, that's really exciting. It's finally like our, we're back. We're not on our heels anymore. We've got our boxing glove, gloves on again, and we're going to lean forward. And I think that we're going to see a resurgence of certainly the Move brand, Realtor.com, and great companies like Tiger Leads will only get better. So, Michael, thank you very much for being on our radio show. And listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.